0: Good morning. This is Pastor Todd. Thank you for tuning in to the Gathering Place podcast. This week, a guest speaker is going to bring a special message for the church. Here is this week's special message. Um, I understand she even got up at 5 o'clock in the morning to put things together. Um, and so, Father God, uh, anoint her no. now, Father God, because words spoken. Get that word spoken out of the flesh go to the wind. Words spoken out of the Spirit return to us. Manifoldly. So, Father God, I thank you that this woman's heart is for Jesus and your Holy Spirit. And Father God, as she speaks to us, Father God, uh, uh, just it's like a continuous anointing over her father God, and may we as hearers be blessed this morning in Jesus' name.
1: So Wayne didn't know that he was being prophetic yesterday when he picked Betsy up. He goes, "And get a nap) <laughs> <laughs> And and every time I went to do this yesterday, like I got the download of what to share, but every time I went to put the PowerPoint together, I kept falling asleep, even with my computer in my lap. So I got up at 5 to get the PowerPoint together. But, but yeah, so... (laughs) um, Yeah, so... um, the reason why I say say that is um, we are doing our, our series in between Hebrews of some sermon series over um, prophecy. And uh, Todd shared two messages. I shared the first. And now I believe this is the last one. Um, I might be wrong, but... Um, but anyway, uh I was led to uh to prophecy is faith in action. And we are going to look at Acts 9 through 11. Um I'm going to read a lot of Acts 9. Skip over some, but a lot of Acts nine, but Acts ten, and a lot ten is like forty plus verses, and so I'm gonna do a summarize of ten and eleven. So we're not half the half the time listening to me to read this the scripture, even though the scripture is great to read. Just uh. Attention span. Sometimes, you know, I want to be aware of. So, um, in in this scripture, we're going to see how prophecy promotes faith and action, um, exhibits boldness, encourages belief, and enables love. So, Acts nine, one through nineteen, and then I'm going to skip over 20 through 26, and then go to 27 through 31. (coughs) Saul's conversion. Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him uh, uh, somehow it skipped something uh, it, uh, he fell on the ground and heard a voice say to him Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? For three days he was blind and did not eat or drink anything. In Damascus there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called to him in a vision, Ananias, yes Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, go to the house of Judas on Straight Street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying. In a vision he has seen a man named Ananias Come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your holy people in Jerusalem. And he has come come here with authority from the chief priests to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, something like scales fell off from Saul's eyes, and he could see again. He got up and was baptized. After taking some food, he regained his strength. And then down to 27. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles, who told them how Saul, on his journey, had seen the Lord, and that the Lord had spoken to him, and how in Damascus he had preached fearlessly in the name of Jesus. So Saul stayed with them and moved about freely in Jerusalem, speaking boldly in the name of the Lord, talked and debated with the Hellenistic Jews, but they tried to kill him. When the believers learned of this, they took him down to Caesarea and sent him off to Tarsus. Then the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria enjoyed a time of peace and was strengthened. Living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit, it increased in numbers. Now for a summary of Acts 10 and 11. This is about Cornelius and his coming to faith. Cornelius was a centurion in what was known as the Italian Regiment. He and all his family were devout and God-fearing. He gave generously to those in need and prayed to God regularly. Cornelius has a vision where the Lord tells him, I've seen what you have done. Send for Peter, staying at Simon the Tanner's house. Separately, Peter has a vision where the Lord instructs him to get up and eat meat that the Jews considered unclean. Um, 14 and 15 says, Surely not, Lord, Peter replied. I've never eaten anything impure or unclean. The voice spoke to him a second time. Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. And then later on, um, then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism but accepts from every nation the one who fears him and does what is right. He explains who Jesus was and what happened to Jesus and how Jesus rose again and then proclaimed. Um, I think I got out of order, sorry. Uh, three times Peter was wondering what his vision means, and then Cornelius' servants comes and tells Peter exactly what, Cornelius had as a vision Um, Peter goes to the house where a large crowd was he asks Cornelius why have you sent me Cornelius tells him I had a vision and the Lord told me so Um, and then sorry then, then Peter says and now I realize that God doesn't show any favoritism and um in Acts eleven eighteen, 18, when the, uh, P- uh, Peter, in Acts 11, starts to explain why, like, explain himself to the believers. And um, he said, sorry, it, it really got out of order. My slideshow, sorry about that. Um, so, backing up. All the prophets tell, testify about him, that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name, Holy Spirit Falls. Peter has to explain to the Jew, Jewish believers, then they proclaim in Acts eleven eighteen. when they heard this, they had no further objection and praised God, saying, so then, even the, to the Gentiles, God has commanded repentance that leads to life. So, sorry for the mix-up there, but basically Cornelius and Peter have visions. God told them exactly, like, where to go to meet each other and where you would find the other person. the Jewish believers at that time was like, why are you talking to the Gentiles? And then Peter convinced them what the Lord told him that it it was for gentiles and they believed and and Cornelius and multiple people came to save, be saved so um so prophecy through our faith exhibits how bold, exhibits our boldness to Christ um it 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 It's our boldness to believe what he has told us um, told us through visions, through words of knowledge, through uh, uh, words, through our study of scripture, but it's it's boldness to believe what he has told us. Ananias first exhibited boldness in that. In that he had to believe, the Lord would keep him safe from this up until then murderous towards the Christian guy. He had to be bold to step out and say, "I'm." Go- and the Lord told me this in this vision. I'm going. I'm going there. You know, without a doubt, to see to see Saul and. Exhibit his faith in that he believed God that God was telling him to say this and do this um, if it wasn't God he would have been with the other slain Christians because Paul uh, well Saul at that time would have murdered him but he believed God he believed the vision that God had for him Barnabas had to believe that both of them both uh, bo- uh, that that bo- uh, that this was real that that saul's conversion was real and he wasn't trying to trick him and um and how Because the believers at that time didn't believe that Saul, this murderous guy, could change. But Barnabas believed the Lord that Saul could change and brought him to the disciples. And many Jews were saved because of this conversion of this one man. And even eventually Gentiles. Third, the disciples had to believe that this vision, uh, this these visions were t- true. They had to believe that that what Saul said happened to him happened. They had to believe what what um what the what Ananias said happened and specific instructions, not many of us have. Go to, that would be like, go to uh, uh, McLean, Illinois. You're going to see a red uh, tractor trailer. There's going to be a man sitting in his truck uh, wondering what the Lord, uh, if uh, what he just dreamed is true. You're going to share the gospel, and he's going to be saved, and his his family's not going to be beat by him anymore. You know, like, or, or it would be like, Jonathan, go to the White House. Joe Biden's going to be left alone. There's no Secret Service men around him. And share the gospel, and he will be saved.
0: Amen. You know, like... Amen.
1: As far the Lord has you do like absolutely like ridiculous things, and if you don't believe what He's saying and exercise your boldness in believing it, you miss out on a blessing, and the person that's receiving miss out on the blessing. So, like, the Lord speaks. It speaks to us in very sometimes very specific ways, and it 's our job to be bold and and walk out our faith in it um, uh, and i 've had i mean i 've had this before, like the lord's told me to do Go up to this guy in Panda Express and tell him that his wife really needs him to call him today. And I'm like, there's no ring on his finger. No, tell him his wife really needs for him to call her now. I was like, what? Yeah. (laughs)
0: Uh, uh.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Lord, we we pray that you will reveal what what, if anything, you have want to act on this. Um, but uh, and I went up to him, and he's like, "My wife's called me five times during lunch, and I thought she was." Uh, 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 being dramatic, and I haven't called her back, so I guess a, a stranger telling me to call my wife is probably, I need to call my wife. I was <laughs> <It's> like, okay. <laughs> like, I, I, and it, 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 it was like boldness, because I was like, sir, I don't know, but you know, I believe in Jesus and I'm praying there and I believe you're supposed to call your wife now because she's been trying to get a hold of you all day and it's important. And, you know, like, I wasn't as bold, but I was bold enough that I knew to do follow through on it. Um, It was several years ago, you know, like, several. But... The same thing with Cornelius, you know, Cornelius was told, I've seen, the Lord in a vision told him, I've seen your faithfulness. Go go get the man staying at Simon the Tanner's house, and he will, you know, he will, he will let you know more about me. Peter had the vision of clean and unclean, and Thank goodness for Peter's boldness and following through of even when it did, he didn't understand the vision. But once it came, like the, the Lord orchestrated other things, it revealed the meaning to that vision. And thank goodness Peter did because any of us that are Gentiles, which I don't know any Jewish Person in this room, except Michael, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, would not have been saved. I mean, if he wasn't bold, because, you know, like the, uh, the, I mean, the Lord probably would have raised someone else up to bring his message, but, like, thank goodness that, you know, he did. because the church was spurred on because of his belief and sharing with Cornelius. So um, I leave you with, uh, for this section, if the Lord tells you something in a vision, in a word, in your thoughts, in a prophetic art, prophetic music, Pray upon it, and when he gives, it gives you what you're supposed to do about it. Maybe it is just to pray upon it. Be bold enough to believe he's telling you it, and if it is an action required, act upon it. Um. Next, uh, prophesy, a, a prophecy encourages belief. Not only belief um, in, in that specific action, um, belief, but it encourages belief in multiple areas of life, whether that's your initial, that person's initial spiritual. Um, with Jesus' encounter with Jesus, and accepting of Jesus, or build encourages belief in the jir- journey the Lord has for them. Um. So going back to Anna, Ananias, I mean, give me one second. So he, the Lord told him specific you're going to find this man, you know, um here and doing you know, he's he's had an encounter is he's, he's blinded and um and, and that so It encouraged Ananias' belief that that Saul was going to really be the man that the Lord has chosen to proclaim the name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. And then, so he encouraged his belief that he... He was able to go to Saul and place his hands on Saul and say, brother. I mean, we miss sometimes how important that is. Like, to be able to go to someone persecuting your people and say brother to them exhibited his belief. That God's purpose for him was this. That God really spoke to him. In that, afterwards, he was able to do what the Lord had said. And Saul's eyes was open, both physically and spiritually, to the Lord and Saul got up and was baptized. It spurred the belief that the Lord, that Jesus is Lord and Savior for Saul. And then he was able to preach the gospel to others. It spurred, it, it spurred the belief when Cornelius um, had the vision, and the Lord said, You're going to. Find a man. Um. At uh, in Simon, uh, you're gonna go send for Peter, and he's staying at St. Simon the Tanner's house. And co- go, uh, go, uh, and you know these servants. Us, uh, you know the servants probably were like, "What if uh, we don't find him?" Is are, are we are we going to be you know on the chopping block if we don't find what our our master said but Cornelius had the belief that the Lord spoke and it's going to be this way P- Peter had the belief that the Lord spoke that Gentiles are no longer unclean don't call what's clean unclean and that the Lord doesn't show favoritism and that salvation is for all people including Gentiles including that person who is on drugs and you don't think will ever come to know Christ and is beyond hope including that that boss who is so rich that, that doesn't know his need right at the point uh, for a Savior because he has everything physically that he could ever want, but spiritually he's dead. Continue with the belief that the Lord has spoke salvation. The Lord has spoke good things and blessings over those continue with the belief that a prodigal granddaughter will come to th- back to faith continue with the belief that there's that that your business will survive enough where the two brothers can uh, three brothers can enjoy a little bit of retirement continue with the belief that that peace size will be nothing you know like that's what prophecy does it encourages i'm not just speaking these words this is what's been laid on my heart as a prophetic word to those that i've just mentioned you know, um, continue with the belief that that this church will be a light for this community. Yeah, amen. Yeah. Continue with the belief that we are war, war, we are warring for the kingdom. I, I didn't come and beat the drum at mid- midnight that night. <laughs> If we're nothing, the Lord said, rise up, a oh warrior. Rise up. I believe it. I believe we're rising up. Um. Yes. <laughs> yes. And next, the Lord told me our faith in action... Through prophecy enables love. Um, um, so, Ananias showed love to Saul by saying, "Brother," you know, brother. Ananias showed love by sharing the message. Barnabas showed uh, love when Saul was going to get killed, hiding him so and getting him to a safe place and vouching for Saul that he's truly a changed man. The disciples showed love when they accepted Saul and accepted the change. Cornelius was shown love by Peter and and that he was devout in following the Lord. The Lord, he showed his love to the Lord, and the Lord knew that he needed a savior, and that was Jesus. Um, Peter showed love in that he didn't deny his vision that that Cornelius was to come, but was bold and shared. With Cornelius, all that Jesus did for him. and not only Cornelius, but his household and his servants were saved, and many others. And then, they, and then the others were shown love in that that they, they recognized the change in both. Paul, Saul, Saul. If you don't, and most of you know that Saul was changed to Paul. I, I keep confusing the timeline. Line. So, Saul, Peter, and uh, Saul and Peter was telling the truth. That, that the Lord touched many. And they feel and they experience the peace of the Lord. Why? Because these these men obeyed the Lord, obeyed the vision that came to them, and and allowed the Lord to obey. Him. Um So First um, John 2, 3 through 6 says, We know that we have come to know him if we keep his commands. Whoever says, I know him, but does not do what he commands, is a liar, and the truth is not in that person. But if anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This how, is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. All these people lived as Jesus did. They listened to their the Lord, Jesus, Lord or Jesus or His angels, and obeyed obeyed that vision and ministered love and compassion for them. So, in in conclusion, um. Prophecy puts our faith to action. It allows us to exhibit his love, demonstrate his boldness, and exercise our belief and our concrete belief that he is Lord and Savior. Um, But most of all, We can't do prophecy without love. And so I'm going to leave you with 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 8. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging symbol. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith Keeps no records of wrongs. Always protects. Always trusts. Always hopes. Always perseveres. Love never fails. Remember, when you're in exercising the prophetic, always keep the love of God and the love for that and the love of God for that person in mind, so that you can exercise the perfect love. Which is all these things that was just listed in First Corinthians thirteen one through eight, and if you do prophesy and and don't have love, then then you're nothing. It's it means nothing because the Lord is always love, always love. He loves Jenny, loves fine. He loves Debbie, he loves Twyla, loves Frank, loves Pat, he loves Wayne, and everyone in between. He loves the kids in the nursery and across in the family room. But if we don't have love when we're prophesying, it means nothing and it can be more detrimental then then a blessing. And the Lord wants you a blessing to others.
0: This is Pastor Todd again. Thank you for listening to the message today. I pray the Lord uses it to strengthen your walk with God. If you were blessed by this message and would like to support the ministry of the Gathering Place financially, I encourage you to use our online giving portal at tgpchicago.org. Once again, that is tgpchicago.org. Our portal uses PayPal's secure site, so none of your information is compromised. Once again, thank you for tuning in to the TGP podcast. God bless you, and have a great week.